where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love and we're your hosts shelby and matt back again for another pop culture roundup yes i should have put on my british accent and announced the possible death of the queen wait she, she might have died well everyone's just you you had thrown out that theory yes, a while ago, i had right? uh-huh and but so I, now I her following well so now her jubilee is like closer or her, I had to ask a friend about it because I'm not like paying attention to the royal gossip. But headlines broke the last couple of days because she made an announcement that Camille would, in fact, be called queen. Oh, Camilla. Yes. Camilla uh-huh. would, in fact, be called queen once she died, which is a departure from the sort of public shaming uh, around their wedding after Princess Diana and how the British just hate Camilla and don't want her to be queen and thought it was an insult to Diana's legacy. And so at that time, there was a departure from standards and it was announced publicly that, oh, she will never be, she'll never have the queen title. And in fact, she'll just go by, I don't even know what her title is right oh, now. Oh yeah, like Duchess of Cornwall yeah. or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's sort of a, you know, just a a, a mark of uh unflattery for her and her and her sad sad uh, relationship with Charles who also is unbeloved. So, I guess the theory started that like there's just a funny joke going around that oh, she must have died and this is just Charles using her signature to save some face by giving his unwanted his unliked wife the queen title because now in this letter she's like no you can be queen it'll it'll make the people happy and everyone's like uh i mean do i think that she is dead no i think she's dying obviously (laughs) and she in like her last moments or whatever one that they're just like trying to keep her alive to this jubilee 100 (laughs) percent, but then also that yeah, I mean, maybe she's like, you know what? This doesn't really matter that much. I'm dying. Like, let Camilla be the queen. Who cares? It's not like she's in line for the throne or anything. It's just a title difference. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the working theory is that, to my point, uh, it's better coming from the queen's mouth than Charles after the fact. So Well, definitely. So it's like, okay, so let's what, just do it now. So you think she's like on life support and he's like, yeah, she, said, like, she, she told me yesterday. Mother, that, can we that, speak? Yeah. <laughs> Blink once if you agree. Oh, she blinked. Okay. Well, I have a friend. (laughs) I have a friend, Leah, who's really, who's really aware of the uh, uh, British monarchy and all things. And she gave me the the tea, as it were. And um, she said that there's two theories around it. That one is um, the queen just figures everyone's like forgotten about like the bad blood, anyways. Like they're over it, so it won't be as big a deal. So it's like whatever. Let's just do it. And the other one is that Prince Andrew continues to draw negative press. So they're trying to push the spotlight away from something that was like uh, the lawyers had to announce this week, which I didn't oh, look into. Okay. <laughs> but that this news was meant to be sort of like, a, oh, look, <laughs> over here. Yes. Uh, Let's not <laughs> look at the pictures of Prince shame. Andrew and Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell. Yeah. 
So um, it could be that, but uh, in any case, we still haven't seen the queen, but she is supposedly still um, writing memos. So good for her. Good for her. for her. Uh, speaking of controversies, I feel like we owe it to everyone to update them on the Joe Rogan uh, <laughs> yeah. latest events. Okay, fine. <laughs> Well, because I can't remember how far in the saga we got last week, but The Rock had come out and <laughs> and true, yes. on an Instagram or on the Instagram video of Joe Rogan's like kind <laughs> of like not apology, but whatever yeah. sort of Joe, um, The Rock had said, let me pull up the quote. Great stuff here, brother. Perfectly articulated. <laughs> Look forward to coming on the podcast one day and breaking out the tequila with you, which everyone was like, mm, OK, Rock, we don't love and this that. Is- the apology this was the apology about the anti-vax stuff yes yes that was the original issue just so people remember (laughs) well then of course once this had blown up people were like i mean the thing with podcasters is they have hours and hours and hours of stuff just sitting there waiting for you to go through Mm -hmm. um and so they went back and put together a like supercut video of all the times joe rogan has said the n-word on his podcast Mm -hmm. which it's like Okay, yes, he's recorded a lot of hours of podcasts, but also, like, we've recorded a lot of hours of podcasts. You're not finding the N-word on any of ours, <laughs> I can say with uh, assurance. <laughs> so yeah. the fact that they found so many was crazy. And so then people were tagging The Rock in <laughs> in these videos and being like, hey, you still think that the, he's, like, perfectly articulated? <laughs> so then The Rock had to go and release a statement that was mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, uh, like, thanks for letting me know. I didn't realize he'd use the N-word. Like, now I'm gonna, uh, you know, sort of uh, step back and reassess. It's a lesson for me. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> but then, since then, also some other people have come out and removed their stuff from Spotify, like India Ari and Roxanne Gay, and then, like, Brene Brown like said that she wasn't releasing new episodes immediately, but like was going to reassess later. So people are, <laughs> are sort of trying to figure this out. In the meantime, Spotify has gone through and deleted like over a hundred Joe Rogan episodes, presumably the ones that are most problematic or have the N word on them. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that they're trying to like do damage control. And yeah, I feel like this is still sort of a, issue in progress of yeah. if more people come forward and try to get and take their stuff off of Spotify or if people uh, or if more stuff about Joe Rogan comes out or if he releases an, another statement. I mean, he also apologized mm. for the N-word <coughs> use and said it was taken out of context. Which, like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of context it would be taken out of. Like, I had to listen to the whole apology video because Rob was watching it and it just like, ugh, it was just like circling. It was like, I want to say that they were taken out of context, but obviously like what horrible context could there be? And he's like, that word is so fascinating to me because it's something that can be used as a, you know, a term of endearment and insult, uh, the history, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so when I would say it, it would just be quoting people. I wouldn't call people the N word. And it's like, well, okay, this wasn't like, and I hate this whole like, oh, I know better now. It's like, I I was born in 1991 and I have never said the N word. Like I knew my whole life that that was not something I said, needed to say, 
I wasn't in elementary school reading Huckleberry Finn, reading that, like saying that out loud because it was on the page. Like it was, you know, in college in 2010, it was like, no, we skip over that word or you say the N word. There's no need to say that in class when you're reading a script or whatever it is. So it's stupid. It's stupid for someone to pretend that it's like, oh, well, I'm just quoting something because the discourse had already happened. We all already knew that there was no need for Joe (laughs) Rogan to sit there and quote it back. It's just uh, so frustrating to hear these dudes say it. And then Whitney Cummings like came out with this tweet. She's a comedian, I guess. But um, she said, comedians did not sign up to be your hero. It's our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority and take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own conclusions. <laughs> Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to, to be moral leaders. <laughs> I mean, the thing with, that we've seen like over and over and over again with comedians is... <laughs> There is this inclination to sort of like push the button or like to, to uh, I don't know, push the boundaries because mm-hmm. they're because that's, you know, sort of what they do do. And especially I think over time as like our cultural morals and sensibilities have changed, there are things that, you know, like were acceptable to say back in 2004 that are no longer acceptable to say. Mm-hmm. And so I can I can see how if you are a comedian, you sort of have to constantly be slightly worried about something that you said before cropping up and also uh, like have those sort of apology statements like ready to go. <laughs> yeah. But I think we've also seen like we know what the difference between a good apology is and a bad apology. And these are not good apologies that people are giving. And the fact and the excuse like it's comedy doesn't really work anymore. Like you can say and it's also like not comedy and in this context it's the it's his podcast it's him sitting down with like quote-unquote think leaders and talking about like oh actually black men have a a strand of dna uh, the dna gene that makes them more violent and it's like whoa i wonder where you learned that like it's not he's not doing stand-up so it's weird that people are trying to be like oh he's a comedian he's edgy it's like well he's tried to pivot to be more of this like hey, I'm your bro sitting talking to the people you want to hear from. And like, we're just shooting the breeze and and talking about anti-vax status and, uh, you, you know, the the history of Amer- black African-Americans in this country, like all sorts of weird nonsense that it's like, it's not just the N-word that's the problem. It's that he's giving platform to horrifically ignorant thought and never, ever questioning censoring or saying anything beyond oh well just like google it i guess yeah he has big like i'm just playing devil's advocate i'm just (laughs) playing devil's advocate and it's like okay there's a difference between playing devil's advocate kind of like in your own thoughts and and actually putting that out there for other people to listen to as like an obvious someone who people are paying attention to and taking the things that they say as important yeah Yeah. And it's just kind of, um, I mean, Spotify has has dug in their heels and said, we're not a publisher. We're not an editor. Um, We don't censor. We're just the platform. And it's like, well, you paid $100 million to own this man's materials and you're taking some of it down. So clearly there is some editing happening. But do I expect them to ask for $100 million back? Like, no, they've clearly run the numbers and they know that Joe Rogan is the guy who's bringing in the cash. It's just like, I don't know. 
it's frustrating to see the corporate response, but I'm not like, I'd be surprised if they do anything about it, especially now that the Spotify CEO has dug in his heel, his heels twice in a row now about it. Well, I mean, yeah, there's also like, there is always the censorship argument, which I'm like, uh and then also, I mean, for just like pragmatic business reasons, you have to assume that if Spotify took down Joe Rogan, there would be various other people who would get upset about that and yeah. remove their stuff. And then also you'd have a whole like, you know, I don't know, however much of the population that is supporting Joe Rogan would then maybe like cancel their Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see Spotify being like, we do not want to get involved in this <laughs> at all. Like we are not trying to be political. We have people we have podcasts from, you know, all kinds of people on here. Like, it, if Joe Rogan's screwing up, like, don't blame us. Sort yeah. of a don't shoot the messenger type of thing. But sometimes there is a point where you have to, you know, like when Facebook and Twitter finally got rid of Donald Trump and it was like, okay, Ugh, yeah, like, yeah. this is, needed to happen a while ago. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it, it's definitely like, you know, I think people are aware of it in a way that they weren't before. And hopefully that informs decisions going forward. But, and, and clearly there's power in, uh, in people's choices because Facebook lost like $420 million this week because uh, no one cares about them anymore. So Wait, why did they turn. lose that much money? Just their stock dropped because oh. no, one's, no one's invested. Like Meta slash Facebook has just like lost so much. And I actually... <laughs> And this wasn't my story, but there's this there's these new rules about cookies and like third party data. And that has how that's how Facebook has had so much money is because they've been farming our data for so long. But now there's all these privacy laws. And if you don't own the data, if you're not a first party data, who's like, you know, oh, sign up to get our emails like that sort of thing, like Target and I don't know, Michael's like whatever, where you're where you're yeah. giving permission, then they're losing access to all of that. And so Facebook is taking a huge hit because it's like, oh, wait, we've just been like peeking behind the curtain and now we're not allowed to do that anymore. So what are we good for? And I guess the answer is like VR. I don't know. <laughs> well, but Instagram still owns yeah, or yeah. Facebook still owns Instagram, right? right? So this is like the yeah. Or is like, that I don't like think spun I don't think Zuckerberg will be yeah. I don't know how the like breakdown of their conglomerate is, but obviously Zuckerberg's set for life. Like there's not like harm done to the people there, but I think it's just like the Facebook group itself, like that that um I'm not going to pretend I understand stock market. Okay. It's so interesting though, that like, obviously Facebook was sort of the original social media yes. or I mean, in, in my space and now no one uses Facebook or at least like nobody I know really uses it. Like I haven't used it for years for yeah. anything, but Instagram has been around like, you know, since I was in college. So yeah. a while now, like 10 years. And I feel like people ju- use it just as much, if not more than anything else. So I, I do wonder like, will there come a point where we're all like, yeah, we're done using Instagram now? Or is it sort of, has it gotten to the status where it's, you know, it's just like, it's always going to be there. Cause where else are you going to share your photos? You know? Or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure something comes along. Right. I, I don't know. It, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, mean, I have no idea how to me, predict like, that. Now there's so much, like now I have so much stuff on Instagram yeah. that it's like I wouldn't want to, 
like if there was another app that was doing photos or something, I wouldn't want to move my stuff over because it's like, well, yeah, but it's all like I have years worth of things here and I don't want to start over. But I guess if it got lame enough, I would because that's what I did with Facebook and I'm not on there anymore. So who knows? Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is um, Kylie Jenner had her baby, baby number two. Um, do you have any guesses about what they named him? I honestly, I didn't even know she had a second baby. <laughs> well, she just had him. He was born on two two twenty two. Of course. Do we think oh, she was okay. induced? Probably yes. Oh, I did, think they, Chris did Jenner... she name it Groundhog? <laughs> <laughs> Why would she name it Groundhog? Because isn't that Groundhog's Day? I don't know. February seconds, Groundhog Day. But it's like sure. it's two two twenty two. Like maybe it's like some people think Angel because a lot of her friends and family have been like commenting with the Angel emoji. Um, and there was like some decor that had like angel and love on it. Some people think it's like blue because well, this is a stretch to me because she used a blue heart, but that's like how we knew it was a boy. You know, it's like, right. As a reminder, her first child's name is Stormy and she was the surprise baby that everyone knew about, but no one had photographic proof of her pregnancy. This one was more, um, uh, known, documented, but she's nonetheless been, Fairly quiet, especially since her partner is uh, still saddled with the scandal oh, yes. of <laughs> his last concert. Um, but yeah, she had a baby and um, is blissfully happy. Do we and... think that somehow the baby's name is being saved for the new Kardashian television show <laughs> so, that is coming to Hulu shortly? They love some corporate synergy. So there might be, yeah, something happening. I saw the most half-assed ad for that while I was watching something the other day on Hulu. It was like, we're back, America. Have you missed us? We're <laughs> coming to your TV. It was like, wow, you guys really couldn't muster any more energy for this? Well, Kim's tired, man. She's fighting the good fight on Instagram, trying to be the bigger person while also being the shady queen she is. Wait, um, who's she fighting on Instagram? Kanye. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because yes. Kanye has been just... <sighs> Bless his heart. Hope he's getting the help he needs. But he has been loud about his feelings on Kim, co-parenting, divorce, Pete Davidson, uh, uh, North being on TikTok, North wearing makeup, North not being allowed to cross the street to his house uh, whenever he wants, like all sorts of stuff. And so Kim finally took to Instagram and was like, I've tried to play it above the belt. Like, I don't want this to be a social media fight, but Kanye is making it very hard to parent, to be the, how did she phrase it? Like the main provider <laughs> in this, in this dynamic, obviously like we try and work things behind the scenes, but this has just become impossible. Well, also and- Define behind the scenes because yeah. you definitely know that this is going to be a huge story arc on the new season. So it's like yeah. maybe this isn't a fight that's going on <laughs> on social media. But if you think that this is just a plot line we're skipping on the TV show, then like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Kim is like a mama bear. I don't know how much she wants to air things that will affect her children, you know, and like fighting publicly with her husband on a TV show might not be the best look. But, yeah, but I mean, Courtney is also very like that, and her and Scott's stuff is all over. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, the, that's, yeah. Like I think it's one thing to be posting about the kids; it's another thing to not. And also, like they those kids are going to be on the show before too long. I mean, they yeah. already are, but like they're going to be like characters. 
Yeah, it just is. And then Kanye sort of lashed out after the statement and it, and it's just like ugly and sad and like all, any sort of custody battle is just like so hard. And so I hope it's like a lot smoother, but it was funny because Kim like signed off and said like, <laughs> said like maybe the guy with three lawyers can, maybe someone who's going through three lawyers needs a little more help. And it's just like, I, I, you know, lover, hater, she's a force. And so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out and if mm-hmm. we get to see it on the show. Very interesting. Um, a show that is coming up soon is the Super Bowl. The Olympics are also happening. I've given up on the Olympics. I did not watch a, a second of the Summer Olympics aside from the opening ceremonies. I didn't watch that this time. I like I'm not paying attention to figure skating. I don't care. Congratulations. I'm, I'm, I'm done caring about the Olympics. <laughs> just like as a just a lot of laziness or like protests or disinterest. Out of like laziness, I yeah. think. There's just like too much stuff going on for and I have too much of a life to be like, oh yeah, for the next 14 days my entire personality is watching the Olympics. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm just wondering where this energy is coming from. Like who's mad at you for not watching it? I don't think anybody's mad at okay, me. Okay. But You're just like, I feel like previously I would be excited about mm, the Olympics. Mm, but mm. now I'm like, okay, no. It's sort of like Big Brother. Like I was very oh, I was very into Big Brother for a long time. And then at a certain point I was like, this is too much work and it's not not giving me the payoff I want. I can't watch four hours of television a week. Like that's too much TV. I got other things going on. Wow. Yeah. You should do a breakdown of like how you've changed and, and the psychology behind I know, it. I know. Why's and what's and oh, I've got other I've got I've got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> but um the I was gonna bring up the Super Bowl because oh, okay. I was like, oh the someone was like, Oh, I think I'm going to a Super Bowl party. I think it's next week. Oh my weekend. gosh. Wait, yeah, shocking. Who are you? Uh, this I needs know. to be addressed. I I go to Super Bowl. <laughs> If there's a par- <laughs> if there's a party, I'll go. You know, like who cares what it is? Like if someone was like, "Oh, it's D- the D- Daytona 500. Want to come drink with me?" Sure, great, <laughs> I'll be there. Um, like if there was an Olympics party, I'll yeah, I'll all of a sudden I care. Um, but the Super Bowl is coming up, and I was like, I have heard nothing about the halftime show, which mm. I feel like usually is something you hear about. So then I was googling, yes. and the people who are performing are Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Which I was like, this is a weird <laughs> mix of people. Is so it like why did they get the? It, they're like sort of controversial but not really some of them are old like kendrick's the only one who is still really making music rappers right but then so then i was slightly confused as to why they picked it but then they were saying or someone was telling me that because of all of the nfl like issues Mm -hmm. most people who are currently like big names won't do it because they don't (laughs) want to be attached to the nfl so they had to sort of get more older washed up people who are like just happy for the airtime and then I don't know how Kendrick Lamar got roped into it, but like, yeah, that that's sort of how they pick people. <laughs> I don't know. It, I'm confused. This is a weird halftime show lineup, and I feel like the show is not going to be good. Yeah. Um, I've never cared, but I agree. It's kind of a, it doesn't have the same zhuzh as like a J-Lo headliner or Lady Gaga moment. Beyonce it seems like it'll Coldplay be. Or Bruno Mars. You know, it's like. 
Those yeah, are it's people a little who too like much. Too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's too many people. I mean, they could. I saw a trailer that made it seem like there will be some sort of rap battle element, which is interesting. But yeah, it, it's like one too many people almost. I feel like I I just don't know how they'll make it work because it's like fifteen minutes, right? Well, and it's one too many people who like aren't <laughs> like like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Eminem are all old. Yeah, but that's the fun of it. Nostalgia is such a strong drug these days. Are you joking? It's like TV shows are struggling. Movies are struggling. Everyone just wants to watch old favorites and like just sink into this warm, cozy Wait, blanket what's of an nostalgia. old favorite Dr. Dre song? Like, I mean, I don't know the I genre know well, it. but they were big for a reason. Like Eminem is a huge force like historically and his but relevancy he can't, he's can not still even be gonna seen. Be able to sing like half of his songs because they're not <laughs> appropriate i mean he can sing them i listened to some eminem as a you know tween i don't know I, this <laughs> and then the person singing the national anthem is someone named mickey guyton which i'm like i've never even heard mm. of that name yeah, I, I think they're that. really scraping the bottom of the barrel that's yeah. my thoughts no that's true a hundred percent i'm sure they're still you know uh, like everyone's like oh when's taylor swift performing i'm like i don't think anyone with any sort of hope for current stardom is like rush- rushing to do that show so it is shocking that taylor swift hasn't done it yeah because i feel like she's the one person sort of in that like caliber of performers who hasn't i mean i guess like what rihanna hasn't yeah there's a lot of people who haven't but i feel like it'd be a, a bad look for any Especially, like, white star, maybe. Because, like, J-Lo made it a whole moment. And, like, she really, yeah. she really rocked it. But but with the um, uh, Taylor Swift is a Nazi yeah. propaganda going around. We probably don't She's like, need... no, 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 no. She's she working real hard blocked. to rehab yeah. her image. <laughs> Anyways, um, did you have any other news? Or just letting uh... people know you got invited to a party? Uh, yeah i mean they announced the new like razzies the oscars nominations come out tomorrow but no i don't really have anything else we can go to love it or hate it unless you have something um no i mean no i don't really want to talk about aquafina because i feel like it's just the same story over and over but she got in heat and left twitter because of accusations of uh black scent and sort of uh what's the term menstrually uh you know you know how it goes for nora um but i think she also just got uh i I don't remember how it all came up like that's what i was trying to sort through but anyways she left twitter because she's like i can't handle this this based on new things that she's well that's what i was trying to see i i couldn't figure out if there was an article that had come out or if she was just awarded something or if it was just like a weird Twitter trend that happened. And so she got asked about it again, but I couldn't find like the source of the, of this week's frustration or if it was just like people unionized and were like enough with Aquafina, but um, T's and P's. Um, but I did watch something people were talking about on Netflix, which is the Tinder swindler. Did you watch this, hear about it? No, I have no idea. Okay, well, don't worry because I'm about to give you the 20-second rundown. That's all you need to know so you never have to watch the show. But basically, there was a guy on Tinder who was in Europe who was pretending to be the son of a diamond 
like family, like this billionaire family, and would meet these girls, fly them on his private plane, woo them for a few weeks, and then just start asking for money, being like, oh, these these bad men are after my family because we're in the diamond business. I'm about to be murdered. Like, you have to help me. I can't get access to my my accounts, please send me $40 million. I mean, no, 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 sorry, $40,000. And just like ask for money, ask for money, ask for money. So he would just swindle these women. And he got like upwards of millions of dollars doing this. And his method was basically to, you know, it was a Ponzi scheme. So he would use one girl who he's currently dating to fund the dates to get the next girl to fund the dates to get the next girl type thing. And so it was just like this cycle, which is pretty, you know, sad. And uh, the the problem with the documentary is that they only had three of the victims. One of the victims, it seemed like the pot, it seemed like the directors were just making fun of her or kind of like highlighting how, you know, bless her heart, kind of naive and dumb and romantic she is <laughs> because they spend the first 10 minutes of the movie talking about how. She's like, oh, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite movie. Everyone wants this romance. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's who that's who this happens to, right? Like, it's like, oh, I see how this all lined up. And then the end of the show is, in fact, her being like, I'm still single, <laughs> like looking to mingle. <laughs> really weird, sad, and kind of pathetic. Um, there's one girl who gets her revenge on him and kind of like steals all his clothes and is like, oh, I'm going to sell them to give you money, but then just keeps the money for herself. So that's cool. But altogether, it was kind of a weak, structured film that didn't have any real umph or investigative journalism to it. It was just basically the headline story you could read on whatever. So I don't know why it had to be a feature film, but it was not that enjoyable, I'll say. Interesting. Yeah, I heard nothing about this. So <laughs> we have different different circles on uh on Twitter, but it was trending in the US. It was like number four for the whole week on Netflix. I feel like every week now I go on well, I, I guess I don't know how often I go on Netflix, but like <laughs> I feel like whenever I go on there and look at the top ten, there's always at least four things that I'm like, I have never heard. Like, what is this? I've never heard of it in a week. No one will ever hear of it again, but it's like somehow in the top 10. Yeah, no, it's true. Netflix has become sort of the, um, not, not even the wild west. Cause there's nothing like interesting happening. It's just like the, the, the retirement it's like, community. It's like basic of... <laughs> cable of the streaming yeah. services where well, it's, yeah, like... look at that. It's the Facebook of streaming. Now it's yeah. not cool anymore, even though it, it brought us all the HBO maxes and, Amazon Primes and Hulu's. So, although there is a new season of Bridgerton coming out before long, which I didn't realize, <laughs> but I saw that today while and I was you're doing research on an article. Well, I mean the the hot brother is the main character, so I was really yes. like, hmm. that's right, I forgot. But I really did not enjoy watching that show, so I was <laughs> yeah. like, huh, okay. Yeah, that's what I remember from our conversation about it. But but maybe this will do it for you. Okay, a show that I am watching and really enjoying. Euphoria. Which I'm only like halfway through. It's Euphoria. <laughs> it's, I mean, Euphoria is good. But no, I've been watching this show called Suspicion, which has come out on Apple TV+. Plus. Mm, okay. Um, I think there's only one episode or maybe two out so far, but I've seen a couple more than that. And it's sort of like a crime thriller. And depending on how the ending is, I'm sure I'll either like hate it or think it's great. 
Uma Thurma, Thurman mm. is in it sort of in a really small role. And there's a bunch of other cast members. The basic premise is that at a hotel in New York, a like wealthy person's son is kidnapped in a hotel hallway by four people who are wearing uh, like royal family rubber masks. And <laughs> then the neck, and so then, so that's the opening scene. And then you're sort of following these four different people in the UK whose whose lives seem unconnected and fairly normal. But then you kind of start to begin to think like, wait, maybe they are somehow up to something. But they all, towards the end of the first episode, get arrested by like the FBI and the British secret intelligence or whatever. And so then they are the suspects of this crime. And you're like, did they do it? Didn't they do it? Why did they do it? Are they going to get away with it? Like, it's sort of a cat and mouse game as these police try to figure out whether or not these like, and the reason why they've arrested these British people is because they were the only British people who were staying in the hotel that they were kidnapped that night. So you're like, huh. Mm. But then they, so it's an interesting mystery so far. And I've been very kind of like sucked into it. And because it's Apple, it looks very expensive. I've yeah. truly heard nothing about this show from anyone else. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone else is watching it, but I have found it interesting. And after the after party, which I also liked, and I, again, haven't finished that, but I liked the first couple episodes. I'm like, maybe Apple's like sort of getting their stuff together. The shrink next door was also good. Um, hmm. I couldn't get some, into that. I tried that have, one. I liked Catherine Hahn in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they have some interesting stuff going yeah. on over there. So, yeah, they're they're trying. They're throwing all their money to make that Apple TV work. So, also, maybe this is I the one. I will say this. This isn't on Apple TV, but there's a new <laughs> rom-com coming out that's Jenny Slate and Charlie Day that's on Amazon called I Want You Back, I think. Mm. And I watched it and was legitimately laughing out loud. I think it's the best rom-com I've seen in quite some time. Like, so, I feel pretty good? Or no, wait. I always no, forget which no. one you like. Way better than that. Isn't, Isn't it romantic? romantic? <laughs> no, I th- this is like smarter than that. And, oh, and wow. it's less okay. of like, oh, funny dancing and more like actually a good rom-com, I think. Okay, okay. Okay, good. I'll keep it in mind. Yeah. And um, who, there's some. there's a couple other famous people in it. The the uh, the East Clint Eastwood's son is in it, but who's the other girl? There's another girl I can't remember. Anyways, it's good. So yeah, and Euphoria also great. The episode <laughs> last night, I have lots of thoughts, but you didn't watch it. So <laughs> well, we have our first dumpuary film of the year, I think. Um, with our episode Thursday, we we went to the theaters and might have been the only ones to do so to watch Moonfall. So. <laughs> Yeah, I was the only person in an IMAX theater watching it. So yeah, we'll have thoughts and feelings on Thursday's episode. But you can also find us on our social media. We're at PS You're Wrong, and um, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, forget about Spotify. That's where the fun is. You can tell us how much you love us by scrolling all the way down, writing a review, and leaving us five stars. Or you can send us an email at psyourwrong at gmail dot com. I'm not sure Matt checks those anymore. Oh, yeah. I haven't checked that in a while. I got a new computer and I don't think I'm logged in. Uh, okay. Technical difficulties, but okay. We'll but yeah, I guess. And I got a new computer. This was truly like four months ago. So, <laughs> um, okay. Yes. I'm going to look into that. In the meantime, we will have an episode out on Thursday. Okay. Bye. <laughs>